Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my Spiritual Balance YouTube channel and my Spiritual Balance podcast. Today, I am going to dive into the month of August and what we can expect in this pretty crazy month ahead. Um, so yeah, August is a wild month. And, you know, it's really hard to look into the rest of this year without just kind of getting into how volatile and intense it's going to be. So the month of August really kicks that off for us. Um, September does seem to like cool down a bit as far as the crazy goes. Um, I'm sure that we'll just be dealing with a lot of the fallout from August. But then um, as we go into October, October picks up that um, the kind of crazy making energy again. So so yeah, it's, I mean, and then from October through early next year or into January, we have the Mars retrograde in Gemini. So that really starts to get set up here in the month of August. And yeah, it's a lot, like this time is a lot. And I know that we're all feeling it. I know that whether we're feeling it in our own lives or we're looking around, just, you know, seeing other people's lives um, explode, implode. Um, there's just change, just change in the air. This is this is a destined time, it's a faded time. And it's not always easy when we're being triggered in this way. But we do, you know, it's like that, um, that painful necessary change that brings us to somewhere better. And maybe we don't get to that better place for a while. But, you know, I can't help but um, just reflects, reflect on the importance of bottoming out sometimes. And this, this kind of energy is going to be um, like, just it, like all these things are going to be like popping all month long. And it, it, August really starts off that way. August starts with a bang. It starts with big, eruptive, disruptive um electrical <laughs> impulses and change so i'm uh, just gonna go ahead and dive in um first of all on a happier note um august 1st is the feast of llamas and llamas is a celebration of the harvest it is uh, the beginning of the harvest season it's the halfway point between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox and it's just, it is usually a time of abundance and you know, we cut our grains, we harvest our fruits and vegetables, our herbs and spices, and prepare for the long winter ahead. So uh, August 1st is this day, and uh, it's um, August 1st, or the Feast of Lamas is usually a time of feasting with friends and family. It's a time where we can make breads and uh, light candles, decorate our homes for the um, for the autumn season coming in. So using sunflowers to decorate your home, candles that are red, yellow, orange, <laughs> um, you know, decorate your home with gourds like pumpkins and different, um, different gourds to just to represent the abundance um, that we have all around us, the abundance that nature gives us. This is a solar festival. So it is a really important time to soak in that beautiful sunlight. Uh, the sun is in Leo during this time. We are in Leo season. Happy Leo season. And when the sun is in Leo, it's at home. So that solar energy, it, the, the rays that are coming through, the frequencies coming through the solar energy is really beneficial to us even more than normal because the sun is, is happy to be there. The sun is like doing its thing. It's like sending off all of the mineral, or not minerals, but all of the vitamins and everything that we need, all that vitamin D and salt up into our skin and through our eyes. So yeah, this is a great time to decorate your home and your altar, get ready for the season of autumn. Um, this is a big time for that, like back to school prep, back to school shopping, all of those things. And it's a really important time to uh, work on doing our protection magic. So I know a lot of people really enjoy doing their spring cleaning, but this is also a great time to do that autumn cleaning, to do that um, midsummer's cleaning. So that as also, <laughs> so that as we get towards the holidays, that there is not like so much to do. So, you know, work on like while you're getting in there and cleaning things up, maybe it's a good time to reorganize your Thanksgiving or Christmas decorations and and yeah just kind of get get life organized for 
the fall and winter seasons that we have coming in ahead. Um, as far as the food storage and um, the harvest, the fall harvest that we're collecting, it's really interesting that we're having the, the Feast of Lamas on August 1st, which is the day that we have the triple conjunction between Mars, Uranus, and the North Node, all in the sign of Taurus, because Taurus is about farming. It's about, um, you know, like working the land, tilling the soil. And um, since Uranus has been in the sign of Taurus, there, there have been more food shortages. So during this Lamas, during this festival, I think it's even more important than ever, you know, when we are having our dinner with family and friends that we tap into the gratitude and, you know, maybe put a little extra storage aside while it's still available um, for times of less abundance, because, you know, the astrology does show that we're moving into this time. And, you know, even if it doesn't get too crazy, you know, at least have, you know, a couple of weeks of storage of food, um, you know, in your home, food and water in your home, or, um, you know, food for your pets, your medications, you know, your vitamins, just kind of, this is a great time to get stocked up on those things. And uh, I'm, I live in the Virgin Islands. And so this is a time where a lot of people begin doing their hurricane prep. And so, you know, sometimes that takes us through um, any like tough financial times or, um, you know, carries us through to the next year. We always, you know, it's always encouraged to have um, at least a week or two of, of food stored up just in case we do get one of those big storms. So regardless, you know, if you're, I mean, I don't encourage doing things from a place of fear, but it is a good time to stock up because we never know what's going to happen. You know, even something as, you know, as unforeseen as losing a job or just running into tough financial times, a few extra bills that we didn't plan for, at least we'll have that little nest egg of, of supplies for us to kind of bridge us through. I know in my own life, <laughs> this has happened a few times, you know, there are times where, you know, things just kind of get tight. And anytime that I've had that that extra storage of food, it has it's really gotten me through some, you know, some tough, some tough financial situations. So it's never a bad idea to have a little extra storage on hand. Anyway, back to the month of August. Um, happy Lamas to everyone who is celebrating it. And even if you're not celebrating it from any kind of um, spiritual standpoint, just get outside, appreciate nature, give thanks for all of the abundance in your life and your loved ones. It is always a good time to be grateful. So, all right. So as we come into August, we are in the waxing moon, the growing moon. We had the new moon in Leo on June 28th. So over the past several months, we've had this theme of the new moons being at the end of the month. And then we enter a new month with this new energy. So I really love that. I love starting a new month with uh, the new moon energy or a waxing moon energy. I feel like it's it's a good, it's a good start <laughs> to each month, get us off on like a, a positive foot. Um, but yeah, August 1st is the day of the triple conjunction. So I did a video <laughs> on that a couple days ago. And it was a very Uranian video for me. I find that I keep doing these recordings and I may not like something or I think I look a little crazy or whatever. And I wind up recording and re-recording like four or five times or unfortunately more. And I just decided, you know, maybe my own Mars Uranus opposition was being triggered by this. But I just decided that I, that, was, that was the take. That was the take and I'm putting it out there. And as much as I cringe to put it out there, I'm that's, you know, that's how it is sometimes. I just feel like it was a very Uranian, Mars Uranian video. <laughs> it was like having a panic attack several times throughout it. And, uh, but that's the energy. So I'm kind of glad that, you know, that <laughs> sometimes the astrology, when you're talking about it, it does take over, it does show up. So yeah, just I decided to roll with it. And, and it is kind of fun to have such a, a, a video out there where I'm like spazzing out basically. So I encourage making fun of yourself because we have to and we're going to need to really cultivate that skill as we move ahead through this um, rest of the summer, fall and winter season. Uh, that's one of my favorite ways to deal with my problems is to just laugh at it. You know, if I didn't laugh, I would lose it. So um, 
yeah, it's, I just find it's more fun that way. Um, maybe that's my like Gemini immaturity speaking, but whatever it works. So, so yeah, August 1st, uh, Mars in Taurus will conjunct Uranus in Taurus, conjunct the North Node in Taurus at 18 degrees and 43 minutes. This happens at 8.53 p.m. So it does happen at night. Uh, this is just the whole day. And even as I'm recording this video on the 29th of June, we're already in this. We're feeling it. We've been feeling it. And we will continue to feel it as we move through the month of August. And it's just a shocking, volatile, eruptive, disruptive um, big announcements, uh, shocking changes in our course, course corrections, sudden departures, and just change. Change is the name of the game when Uranus is involved. And destabilization, so things, especially because it's in the fixed sign of Taurus, things that we were sure was, were set in stone, it's being disrupted, it's being upended right now. And this energy is really pulling back in the Saturn Uranus square that we had all of last year. And that is about the, the world, our structures out in the world changing. Things are changing in the world all around us. And it's that whatever doesn't bend breaks sort of an energy. And so anything that's crumbling, anything that's falling apart, like let it go because we're on a new track. We're on, we, we need to focus on the future. We need to focus on collectively moving into a new future, a new way of being, a new way of thinking. And something that works better for the collective and not just a few. <laughs> so, um, and I, I, I am sure that everyone can agree. We need to get on the same page back to a love of humanity and, um, and of healing. So with this triple conjunction that we have going on, it is pulling back in this Saturn Uranus square. We will have that, um, that square energy intensify as we go into October. So again, October is, is one of those big months. Uh, it is coming into orb now, even though it's a few degrees off, but you know, it's, it is within five degrees of coming back into the exact square. They will not come back into exact square this year. They, they, they did their, they did their three exact squares last year, but they will be a degree apart from each other this year, which means it's the grand finale of everything that we worked through last year. So if you think about last year, think about all the things that were in the news and everything that was going on. We get like one, you know, big firework grand finale, from Saturn and Uranus over the next few months, but especially in October. So, um, so yeah, August 1st, huge day. August 2nd, we have Venus. So as I said in the video about the triple conjunction, Venus is right there. So Venus rules the sign of Taurus. So Venus is in charge of this triple conjunction and Venus will be helping Uranus and Mars to integrate this new energy because Uranus and Mars they're just they're they're blazing the trail they're blowing through things taking no prisoners and Venus is there saying remember the family unit remember to nurture remember to love and um, you know with Mars being involved and then having Venus be the ruler Mars Venus is the masculine feminine this could be a big emphasis on relationships so relationships could be going through a lot of change and turmoil right now, people coming together, people breaking up. Um, again, this is it's with the North Node, it's destined, it's course corrections. And all of this energy is happening opposite of the South Node and Scorpio. So beware of getting caught in old habits, old patterns. This is a time where we're being pushed to the future. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. But Venus and Cancer is saying, remember the gentleness, remember the tenderness, just because something is changing and breaking apart, falling apart, erupting, being disrupted. It doesn't mean that it has to be all war. <laughs> so remember that, um, that we can still take care of ourselves, take care of each other while making these necessary changes in our lives. So um, the moon will also be in Libra on this day, on, on the 2nd, so on August 2nd. So 
Venus also rules the sign of Libra. So the moon and Venus are going to be really, really working to help the energy of this triple conjunction be integrated to find the meaning in all of it, to find the higher purpose in all of it. So hopefully that'll help to like soften and soothe that really intense and brash energy of the triple conjunction and help us to understand, like, even if something awful happens, understand that it's destined and it's fated and Sometimes we need to have that fall from grace, that crash, in order to move on to something that is our bigger destiny, something on our higher destiny. And hopefully that it will turn out even better in the long run. And I think that Venus being there is that support that it will be better in the long run. So um, so that is an encouraging thing to me. Okay, on August 4th, we have Mercury entering the sign of Virgo. So this is really going to be um, another helpful event for August. Mercury rules the sign of Virgo. Mercury is the ruler of Gemini and Virgo. So Mercury is back home. It's dignified. It's strong here. And Mercury is all about um, service and organization and coming up with a game plan after all of this like crazy stuff in the beginning of the month. Mercury is like, okay, everything fell apart. Awesome. Like, what do I need to do to like, how can we organize things? How could we take this organized mess and, and really, or how can we make the mess into an organized mess? And then finally get to cleaning it up while Mercury is in the sign of Virgo for the next few weeks. So, um, and something else that's interesting about August is that August is a very Uranian month, not just because of the triple conjunction, but Uranus will continue to be active all month long. And finally, mid month, when we kind of get a break from all that crazy Iranian energy, at the end of August, Uranus is going to station retrograde. So at the beginning of the month, we have Mars, the North Node, Uranus, like creating all this insanity, all this volatility. And then Uranus stays active. And then at the end of the month, Venus is going to pick up this storyline and retrace all of the steps that Mars and Uranus and the North Node are making in the beginning of the month. So many of the themes are the same. And at the beginning of the month, it looks like it's more like of this masculine energy being supported by the feminine. And then by the end of the month, that Venus, that feminine energy kind of kicks up and, and needs to express herself. Now she's the one triggering all of this, um, re-triggering all of this energy from the beginning of the month. So yeah, like I said, it's a lot. And, um, but tap into the energy that you like. So if, you know, if this um, Mercury in Virgo is feeling good for you, like dig in there, tap in there, stick with Mercury in Virgo, get organized, be discerning. Um, Virgo is, Mercury in Virgo is wonderful for sifting through, <laughs> sifting through the sands of your life and, and finding the gems, finding the valuable things, and then discarding the things that, that we no longer need that are no longer useful or valuable to us. So on August 5th, we move into the second quarter phase of the moon. So we're starting to build and grow towards our next full moon, which is a super moon. It's a really intense full moon. Again, like I, I know we're all like sick of like the word intense, intensity, volatility, but <laughs> that's that's what's happening. So um, also on the fifth, we have Venus and Cancer in conjuncting Saturn and Aquarius. So, you know, love, um, partnerships, anything that's supposed to feel good kind of tastes like a hit on the chin that day. Um, it's like something that's, that was supposed to be sweet, gets restricted, gets limited. This is also a day where we really want to be careful that we're not overspending, overextending ourselves financially because that in conjunction to Saturn is like, I was going to spend all this money and treat all these people. And then my card got declined or, you know, something along those lines. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> On August 7th, Venus and Cancer will trine Neptune and Pisces. So this Venus Neptune trine is, is really nice. It's a, it's a beautiful energy. Um, again, it can lead to overdoing, but it is a time where we can kind of just unplug, you know, like, again, it's, you know, the energy is like really fast moving this month. And the Venus Neptune trine is just kind of like, let's just go for a drink and forget about 
all the burden forget about all the stress like i said do be careful for going overboard whenever venus and neptune are flowing in harmony like this it can it can kind of lead to wearing the rose colored glasses um over committing to things committing to things that we don't fully understand so be aware of that and then on the same day we'll have mars and taurus in square with saturn and aquarius so it's like everything was nice and wonderful and then bam like we we hit that restriction we hit that wall um mars in taurus it, again like with mars in taurus in square with saturn and aquarius it's pulling in that uranus saturn square because mars is still really close to the north node it's still really close to uranus so it's like this triple conjunction is coming up against that fight with Saturn. So this could be a really big day. Things could start out being like all nice and fun. And then something sets it off and things get hard. Mars and Saturn squares are about restriction. I actually think when we had the first COVID lockdowns, it was when um, Mars and Saturn met in Capricorn. So in 2020, so that was like the lockdown. So we could see something come up, maybe more talks about, you know, restrictions, maybe something is flaring um, around COVID or something new, you know, so this is just a time to kind of like be aware, watch what's going on. Um, we feel it on a collective level pretty significantly. And uh, um, Mars Saturn, the signature of Mars Saturn is like driving with the brakes on. We want to move ahead, but something is something is not allowing us to, to go to move ahead like normal. Uh, this energy is very much about using strategy, will and determination. It's a fixed square. So if we want it, we have to work really, really hard for it and push through. So that is a strength of the Saturn Mars square is that if you want it and you work for it, you'll get it. It will it will last. Um, yeah, strategic actions and strikes. That's that's what I had in my notes. <laughs> so on August 8th, we have the sun in Leo in trine with Chiron and Aries. This is a this is just a nice again, a, a, this is a day of like reprieve, we kind of get to recover from that Mars and Saturn square, even though we're still feeling that energy the following day on the eighth. But the sun in Chiron is is having this, um, it's like inspired healing. <laughs> so tap into the inspiration. This is a great time to do affirmations. It's a really good time to do like physical activity, exercise, playing games, get the blood pumping, uh, do something nice for yourself. On August 9th, we have Venus in Cancer in opposition with Pluto in Capricorn. So we had the Venus retrograde in December of 2021. And uh, that's when Venus met Pluto. So now we're having the opposition from Venus opposite Pluto. So Venus had all of these really intense lessons last year in December, um, a lot of breaking down, breaking apart, kind of tough times. And then Venus has moved her way around the chart into this opposition. So, um, so yeah, so themes can come up from that time. Um, when we had the Venus Pluto square was on May 26th. So that was a really hard um, energy Venus was kind of having like a reality check with um, with Pluto so now anytime that we're dealing with Pluto it's about power struggles so it's this is really about and Venus and Cancer is about women mothers uh, the home the family children it's a it's tender but it's opposite of Pluto meaning uh, power struggles so something could come up again around women's rights, women's issues, um, women fighting back, women standing up for home and family. Um, so yeah, it's, this aspect is, is kind of hard, you know, watch out for bullying. Unfortunately, this aspect can be linked to, uh, to rape or um, just women being taken advantage of. This is a really important time to stand in your power, to be centered, to be grounded, to um, you know, think of the you know the crab. If you if you harass a crab, it's gonna come out with those claws. So um, so yeah, like stand up for yourself. Uh, on the same day, on August 9th, we have Mercury and Virgo in conjuncting Jupiter and Aries. So this is like something something gets said, it gets taken wrong, 
and like the Mercury and Virgo can really like pick something apart. So Jupiter and Aries is like, yeah, this is great. And Jupiter is retrograde now. So Jupiter retrograde and Aries is like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. Like, you know, just uh, broad strokes and Mercury and um, sorry, Mercury in Virgo is like, no, it's really about the finer details. So this is just kind of like needing to work out that, um, that energy between kind of glazing over and, and the, the importance of detail. <laughs> so, okay, on August 11th, we have the Aquarius full moon at 19 degrees, 21 minutes of Aquarius. This is a super moon. It will be pulling, again, pulling back in the Saturn Uranus square energy um, on this new moon, or I'm sorry, on this full moon, the sun in Leo will be in a square with Uranus and Taurus. So, you know, bringing back up all of this uh, triple conjunction energy, because um, again, as you know, Mars is moving away from Uranus in the North Node, Mars moves pretty quickly, but it's still in Taurus. So it still is providing that, um, that force, that fuel to, um, to these aspects. So when the sun squares Uranus, this can be shocks, eruptions, disruptions, and all month long, the entire month of August, the potential for uh, sudden violent storms, volcanic eruptions, earthquakes, I said volcanic eruptions already, um, like earth changes, all of these things. Um, if I didn't say power outages, electrical trouble, power outages, this is a theme all month long. So just be aware of that. Um, you know, do any prep that you need to do for that. But yeah, the sun square Uranus is is shocks, disruption. Um, Uranus is the planet of rebellion. So there could be some big uproar against the super full moon in Aquarius. It is ruled by Saturn, but with the sun squaring Uranus, it actually creates a T-square in the sky. And um, and so that, you know, that's intense. That That pulls a lot of energy in and empties all the energy out in the sign of Leo, which is the empty leg. But then that afternoon of the Aquarius full moon, Venus enters Leo. So Venus, the goddess of love, picks up her sword and is willing to fight for the kingdom. So yeah, this, this Aquarius full moon, I think, could be um, wild, <laughs> wild, kind of gnarly. Um, but it's the fixed signs don't really love change they'll wait till the very very last minute they'll only change if they have to and they have to <laughs> so we're here it's time and the fixed parts of your chart so if you look at your birth chart look at where you have the fixed signs so look at where you have taurus scorpio aquarius and leo and this is where you know it is time to make some changes for you so also on this super Aquarius full moon, we have Mars and Taurus and sextile with Neptune and Pisces. So like with all this like intense volatile energy, it's like Mars goes out for a drink at the bar and gets like hammered and has a great time, you know, winds up like singing with the enemies. And, um, and I think this is good. That could be a really good thing to do. Um, when Mars is in sextile with Taurus, it is an extremely fertile energy. This is an earth sign coming together with a water sign. So earth and water grow things. So um, super fertile, very healing energy. And, um, and yeah, it can kind of like cool down some of this um, volatility that we have with this full moon here. Um, also, on the day of the full moon, um, after the full moon, the moon will meet Saturn. So this is about um, emotional restriction, emotional accountability. This is about maturity. <laughs> um, the moon and Saturn is, is responsible when, you know, it's an, again, the Aquarius full moon. So the consequences for the actions of the day, the consequences for whatever has been, has been going on. Um, yeah, responsibility for our groups as well, because Aquarius is about the group, it's about humanity. Uh, all right, so August 14th, the sun in Leo will oppose Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. Um, when the sun opposes Saturn, this is a hard, it's a hard day. Um, we can get a no on something, 
something is restricted. It's supposed to be fun, but we have to work or it's supposed to be a good time, but it didn't really turn out that way. So when the sun is opposite of, of Saturn, it can kind of be a time where we get depressed. Like we want to shine and be happy and feel good. And Saturn is like, you suck. <laughs> you know. So, um, so Saturn's like, no, like, you know, we're not celebrating today. Um, so then also on that day, on August 14th, we have Mercury in Virgo in an in conjunction with Chiron and Aries. So yeah, again, like hurtful words, watch your words, watch what you say, watch how you talk to yourself, watch your thoughts. Um, we have, we need to be kind to ourselves on a day like this. It is, it's, it seems like a bit of a sad day, honestly, um, maybe a hard day or a bit of a sad day. So really, um, this would be a great day to, you know, book a massage, take care of your physical body, take care of your health. Also on August 14th, Mars and Taurus is in trine with Pluto and Capricorn. So I really like this aspect. This can be like a final, like I'm done cutting away. Mars and Taurus is like, F this. <laughs> um, and it's in a trine with Pluto and Pluto is like, finally, I've been trying to get through to you. So it's like a cutting away, a removal. This is a great time. And it's a trine. So um, it's like a flowing energy, a willingness to um, to hand over our burdens to Pluto, who is about breaking things down. So a final breakdown of something that we've been struggling with. On August 16th, we have Mercury in Virgo in a trine with Uranus and Taurus. So this is a really nice aspect. Um, it is said that Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury. So Mercury is kind of getting this upgrade from Uranus and Taurus. Uh, we, we get the story or we get some more of the story about what the triple conjunction was about on August 1st. So um, this is a big day for like the news, news stories for the media, um, information being leaked, information being revealed. This could be about extraterrestrials. It could just be a time where we get like mental upgrades, something in our thoughts, like, you know, new pathways created in the brain. Okay, on August 18th, we have Venus in Leo in a trine with Jupiter in Aries. I feel like I missed Venus's ingress into Leo. One second. I did. Okay. Oh, of course. That's right. Venus entered Leo on the full moon in Aquarius. That's right. I remember talking about that now. Just had to double check. <laughs> okay. So, um, so Venus and Leo is in a trine with Jupiter and Aries. So this is a fun, excited aspect. Um, Venus and Leo wants to like throw a party. She wants to get all dressed up and glittery and have a good time. Jupiter and Aries wants to expand the good times. So, so yeah, this is just a great day to have fun, socialize, get out there. Uh, Mercury and Virgo in conjunct Saturn and Aquarius. So the day starts off with this like fun, good vibe. And by the end of the day, it looks like our bosses are calling <laughs> like you haven't gotten any work done. <laughs> so get back to work. So um, so yeah, don't like, you know, have a good time during the morning. But you know, make sure that you have time to get um, to complete your tasks that you're supposed to. Okay. On August 19th, we have the fourth quarter phase of the moon. So the moon is waning. We move even further away from that really intense Aquarius super full moon. On this day, the sun and Leo will in conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. So it's time to wrap something up, have a culmination of something. Um, the sun and Leo doesn't like hearing a no, but Pluto and Capricorn is like, this isn't working. So we need to change something. Um, so that, you know, that's kind of a crunchy aspect. Uh, August 20th, this is a big day um, for many reasons. It, August 20th is what will like help to set the tone for the next eight months. <laughs> so the reason for this, and I realize that eight months is a really long time, but um, the reason for this is that... All right, so 
August 20th is a really big day because Mars enters Gemini. So Mars will be in Gemini until the end of March 2023. So this is a really big deal. Um, <laughs> Mars usually does not spend this much time in a sign. Mars will spend about six weeks in a sign unless it's in retrograde and then it spends up to eight months. So um, I, I like Mars in Gemini. I own a Mars in Gemini. So of course I'm impartial to it. Um, it is easy to... Um, remediate a Mars in Gemini, but, you know, we're going to really need to be careful with our words during this time. <laughs> like, And I, I'm going to do another video on specifically just Mars in Gemini and Mars retrograde in Gemini. But um, anyway, I'm just going to dive into it a little bit here. Mars enters Gemini early in the morning on August 20th. It goes in like 3.56 a.m., um, Mars will leave Gemini on March 25th, 2023, and uh, the moon will be in Gemini on the day that Mars enters Gemini. So the moon will kind of be helping us to get an idea of what this Mars retrograde is going to be about. So, um, <clears throat> so Mars will... While Mars is in Gemini, it is a great time to get the word out there on something that you're working on. Take classes, share information about your class. Gemini, the sign of Gemini is youthful, playful, and loves to learn. Geminis collect knowledge and information. They can't get enough <laughs> information. So um, this is a really good time to just kind of soak it up like a sponge, take it all in. Mars will enter its shadow on September 4th. So from September 4th on, Mars is going to slow down. This is the time when you're going to want to be a little more careful about your communications. Be careful what you're saying. Be careful what you're writing. Be careful who you're with who you're sending your emails or your text messages to. Make sure it's the right person. This is the kind of stuff that I think will get um, really touchy during this Mars retrograde. Um, you know, instead of responding to one person, you respond to the entire office and uh, like have your back, <laughs> check in with yourself, make sure that the people who you're sharing personal things with are actually your friends. Uh, or if they are your friends and you know that they're good friends, make sure that if you're saying something that you want to be kept private, make sure that that is explicitly explained to them because this is where a slip of the tongue or I didn't realize this, that was a secret, things can come out. Gossip is going to be a really big deal with this Mars and Gemini, um, Mars retrograde in Gemini, as well as misinformation because sometimes... Um, you know, the Mars and Gemini can kind of be like the coconut hotline. And I know every culture has like a different saying for that. But it's like basically that game of telephone where it starts off as one thing. And as that person, as each person spreads the story further and further down the line, it's no longer the original story that we started out with. So that's going to be a really big theme of this Mars retrograde in Gemini. So before you share in any information, whether about yourself or someone else, make sure that it's backed up by the truth. Make sure you're not sharing secrets and do your research. You know, if you're hearing something that just sounds crazy to you, look into it for yourself. We have to be discerning with, with this energy. Um, this is a great time to go back to something. So if you were doing a college course or you took a class that you never really got to finish, this is a great time to go back and do those things because the Mars retrograde in Gemini is like going back to school, back to learning, going back to old information. So, um, you know, reading, rereading books that you've read before, um, that, that'll be a really good way to use up this energy. Okay, so Mars will station retrograde in Gemini on August 30th, 2022, it will station at 25 degrees, 36 minutes. Mars will station direct on January 12th, 2023. And then Mars finally clears its retrograde shadow on March 16th, 2023. And remember, Mars isn't even going to be leaving Gemini 
until March 25th of 2023. So basically from September 4th, 2022, we go into the, the retrograde shadow. So we're starting to see the themes. This is where Mars is going to come back to this ground. So whatever is happening from, um, from September 4th up until October 30th, those themes are what we're going to be working with the entire Mars retrograde, because those are the areas that Mars is going to move back and forth over. So it goes over the first time, the direct motion will reverse back over those areas and then move over it for a third time. So really, really pay attention, um, especially between September 4th and October 30th, because we'll, we'll get an idea of what we're working with during that time. Hopefully it's not too bad for anyone, but it is important to note what comes up during that time. Um, so once Mars stations direct on January 12th of 2023, we still have to get through all of that retrograde territory that Mars already passed. So then that doesn't happen until March 16th. So, um, so yeah, this is, you know, it's just, uh, it's just what we're working with. This is the energy that we have right now. And like I said, just use it in your favor, use the positive side of it, you know, try to diminish as much as possible the negative side. If someone's coming to you with gossip, shut it down or offer to pray for that person, you know, offer to send them love and light and good energy. That is my favorite way to handle gossip in general whether it's someone just sharing information with me or they're trying to be malicious i just try to wrap it back around to um to sending like love and to and peace to the person that they're talking about um like i said i have mars and gemini so i've done a lot of work on on figuring out how to use this energy on the positive side um, another great way to use the Mars and Gemini energy is to call up like your sister your relative a trusted friend and and to like lightly gossip a bit um you know like some some light fun gossip something non-consequential can be kind of fun like celebrity gossip could be like a really big deal during this time so that's a great way we want to use up the Martian energy so that it doesn't cause problems in our lives so um there are a couple like do not do like red flag things um during the Mars retrograde and um things like would involve um, like, like an elective surgery, um, because Mars rules the surgeon's knife. Now, disclaimer, if you have to have a surgery, if you have a medical situation, it's an emergency, it needs to be dealt with right away. Do it. Do not wait on it. Always listen to your doctor. <laughs> they are, um, they are licensed, they know what to do. Trust your intuition. If you don't like your doctor, get a doctor that you like. But if your doctor suggests a surgery for any emergency purposes, always listen to them. But if you are, if you have an elective surgery coming up, if there's something that you can choose the date on, do try to avoid the Mars retrograde timeframe because Mars, like I said, Mars rules the surgeon's knife. Mars also rules inf um, infections, inflammation. Um, so we want to avoid those things if we can, the best that we can. Um, sometimes with Mars retrograde, we have to do everything twice. So that's something that's good to be aware of. And then it, it is also said that if we file a lawsuit during a Mars retrograde, whoever the aggressor is, whoever files the lawsuit, loses <laughs> so because mars is the warrior planet so whoever initiates war loses so that's something that i think it's really important to just know and to be aware of to pay attention to uh pick your battles of course and we could see a lot of verbal battling going on at this time and you know make it smart make it creative um, mars and gemini is quite the wordsmith and can can really find a way to throw out some some good zingers. So um, that's something I enjoy about my Mars retrograde. Um, I can argue my way into or out of just about anything. Okay, so on August 21st, we have Mercury in Virgo in opposition to Neptune in Pisces. So anytime that Mercury and Neptune are, are in opposition, it's a time to, again, be careful for your words, watch your thoughts. Um, it could be a time where we're more dreamy. We're not as in touch with reality. Um, I love the Mercury-Neptune 
opposition for artists and music and creativity, um, you know, photography, any of these things of, of creative writing, um, watching movies, fantasy movies, it's all really good for these things. If you're signing important paperwork or doing anything that needs to be very detail oriented, just always double check. Um, and it's interesting because Mercury is strong in, in Virgo, it's its home sign, but Neptune is also strong in Pisces and its home sign. So um, it brings more. So something little like note here, um, when Mercury and Neptune are in opposition, Mercury is wind, Neptune is water. So look out if there are any hurricanes coming up at this time, take it seriously. This is like the hurricane aspect. Um, and then Mars and Gemini, you know, helps like whip up the storm. Mars is answering to Mercury and Virgo right now. So Mars is helping to like to fuel that wind, um, that aggressive wind. So be aware of that. And I do feel like the um, any hurricanes, the hurricane season will be earlier this year, more likely in the month of August, just because of all of the, the heat and intensity coming in in August. Okay, on August 22nd, the sun enters Virgo. So this doesn't happen until later in the evening, but happy Virgo season. I love my Virgos, my sister is a Virgo. And yeah, Virgos rock. <laughs> Geminis and Virgos always make like the best of friends. So yeah, the sun enters Virgo, then Mercury and Virgo is in trine with Pluto and Capricorn. So this is just some good stabilizing energy. This is just a good day to like get centered, get grounded, get real with things, move things out of your house that you're done with, like cut the drama, <laughs> like just, you know, cut your losses. That's, you know, that's a good, a good mantra for that aspect. On August 24th, the planet Uranus will station retrograde. So we'll be feeling that aspect at least a week before and the week after. So you know, Uranus stationing in, in Taurus, is, we're going to feel it again. This is a time for, of, this is a time where we can have more um, earthquakes, eruptions, disruptions, maybe even solar flares, um, you know, ET <laughs> events, um, our anxiety could really be running high at this time. Um, again, the themes from um, the beginning of the month from the beginning of August are up for us. Again, we're, we're covering that, that ground that Uranus just covered earlier this month. So yeah, it's a lot. On August 25th, uh, Mercury enters Libra. So Mercury leaves its home sign of Virgo and enters Libra. Mercury in Libra is the diplomat. Mercury wants to balance the scales in Libra. It wants fair conversation, fair communication, fairness in thoughts, fairness in negotiations. So I like Mercury and Libra. I think it's really, um, it is really helpful. And we want to speak beautifully when Mercury is in Libra. So I am a big fan of that. On August 27th, we have Venus in Leo in square with Uranus retrograde in Taurus. So this does happen um, overnight. But it you know, Venus again is picking up, Venus and Leo is picking up that energy from the beginning of August. Now it isn't, it isn't Leo, but it's, it's a, a shock around love, relationships, money, finances, partnerships, where we may not like what comes up. This is like not a happy surprise kind of energy, um, especially like a few days on either side of this aspect this is not a good time to make radical changes in your appearance. Um, this is not a great time for tattoos. It is not a great time for uh, like plastic surgeries. It just shows like Uranus says, like, you don't know what you're gonna get. You never know. <laughs> so if you go into the hairdresser and you just say, do whatever you want, like you may not like the result, you may not like the outcome. So with this kind of an aspect, if you feel like you need to make a change, make a small change, <laughs> you know, like make like buy something small that makes a big difference to your look, to your appearance. So I, I and if you've been following my work for a while, I really love working with radical makeup with an aspect like this because it kind of helps to use up that energy. So yeah, buy like a wild color, 
um, eyeshadow or a shocking lipstick, something inconsequential, but something that'll really spice up your look. Wear a color that you don't normally wear. Try a different style that you don't normally wear. We just don't want to overspend because Venus and Leo is like cha-ching, you know, like spending too much money, going overboard. And we never want to do that, especially in these times with so much financial uncertainty. All right, on the same day, the sun in Virgo will square Mars in Gemini. So this also happens overnight. Um, you know, just this is this aspect kind of looks like our minds are just on fire, even with the Venus Uranus square. It's like too much mental energy happening on this day. Um, too much information, too many details, too much picking in at all the little details. Like give yourself a rest. Like take a technology break, unplug for a while. Um, and then this is also the day of the Virgo new moon <laughs> that happens early in the morning. So this Virgo new moon is at four degrees and four minutes of Virgo. So it's like a super Virgoan moon. <laughs> um, so yeah, just try and take it really easy. I am happy that the Virgo moon will be in a, in a flowing aspect with, um, with Venus and Uranus. But yeah, it looks like it's a little bit of a neurotic <laughs> Virgo full moon. So um, with Virgo moons, if you're struggling with them, just dig in on the details, you know, clean, organize, um, you know, just kind of get yourself, um, get yourself settled. Okay. On August 28th, we have Venus and Leo in opposition with Saturn and Aquarius. So this is a day, uh, it's a big financial day. Uh, a time where relationships, again, could be taking kind of a hit on the chin. Um, so if you'll notice again, Mercury squared Uranus, and now Mercury is opposing Saturn. So again, or not Mercury, Venus was squaring Uranus, and then Venus is opposing Saturn. So once again, pulling in that Saturn Uranus square, Venus is about the feminine. So the feminine side of relationships, it's about money, Saturn restricts. So yeah, this is also a day where something that's supposed to be fun just kind of flops. And that's unfortunate. But you know, just have fun where you can this month. On August 30th, the sun in Virgo in conjuncts Jupiter in Aries. So this is kind of a big blindsiding energy, we thought something was going to go one way, it doesn't go that way. And it's like a big something big doesn't work out. Um, on August 30, first <laughs> Venus and Leo will in conjunct um, Neptune and Pisces so again like we can go overboard with spending overboard with drugs alcohol medications just just be careful on this day um, make sure that the stories that you're hearing things that your information you're receiving make sure it's the truth um, so so yeah it's you know it's a it's a kind of intense month we have a lot going on. We do have little reprieves throughout the month. So make sure that you make time for your enjoyment and good times then. And um, for the rest of the time, when the energy gets really hard, hunker down, look at where you can make changes in your own life, reflect on yourself, make yourself better, make your life better. And we'll get through this energy. It's just, it's just a lot. So thank you so much. I look forward to connecting with you guys again soon. And yeah, good luck on the month of August. Take care.